Welcome to a Christian Girls POV podcast. I'm your host, Mariah. And I'm your host, Bailey. And welcome back to another episode of a Christian Girls POV <laughs> podcast. We never know what we're doing. No, we don't. We wing it, if you can't tell. Yeah. Um, how <laughs> have you been, Bailey? Uh, I've been pretty good. Um, prom is coming up for me. Right. Saturday. Prom. Very excited. I actually got a spray tan today for it. And I know she got an early dismissal for I school. I got an early dismissal for school for my spray tan. But I told Mariah, I never get an early dismissal. Like, I'm always at school. And this class, the one that I missed, I don't do anything anyways. So, you know. Did I just step on your foot? That's fine. No, you patted my leg, but I didn't know if you wanted something. <laughs> <laughs> I patted your leg as in, like, a sorry I stepped on your foot. Oh, I was, like, <laughs> looking at you like, do you need something? <laughs> no, sorry. Oh. Um, Anywho. Um, but, yeah, got a spray tan. And also, we have a little prom group chat, so I suggested that we go bowling after prom. And at first, I think I told, like, two people at first, and they were kind of like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I really didn't think it was going to happen, like, two days ago. I thought maybe it'd just be me and another girl because no one really seemed interested. Then all of a sudden, now, like, 15 people want to come. Like, at least, probably. So I'm making the reservations for that. You go, girl. So. Don't go where we went bowling last time. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, it's just so expensive. Oh. Because there was a guy who went with us who paid $20 for nachos. Oh, true, yeah. Okay, well, if you're listening and you're going bowling, don't get food. Yeah, don't get food. But, um, yeah, so I'm like a party planner at this point. It's, it's a you lot. I'm making a, like, 15-person reservation. Yeah. Yay! Actually, it'll probably be Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. <laughs> I've also had an exciting week. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave a 12-minute presentation yesterday. Nice. On um, Stephen Edwin King. Nice. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the scary guy. Uh, yeah, I, um, I was stressed out. I told Bailey my hands were shaking the whole time, but I got through it and I knew my biggest issue was, and if you listen to most of the podcasts, you will know I speak too fast. And so I was like, just going and going, going, going. And I was over halfway through my presentation and my teacher, like she has these like, like index cards with numbers written on it. And she holds it up like to note, like she'll hold up a five that I've been talking for five minutes. So I was over halfway done, and she held up the five-minute one. I was like, oh, I need to slow down. And so I was able to slow it down. Nice. And then when I got, by the time I got to the end, she held up the 10-minute one, and then I showed a video for everyone to see. Um, but Proud of you. I know. I um, My favorite of his is mm-hmm. it, obviously. Obviously. But um, I also love Children of the Corn. Um, oh, I didn't know that was his. Yeah. Oh. I, Bailey, literally, I said, I watched Children of the Corn yesterday. I'm on a huge Stephen King kick. Oh. <laughs> you were like... <laughs> Anyways, um, I yeah. guess when I mention horror stuff, you just tune out. I do tune out a lot when you talk about horror stuff. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. Because, well, like, Children of the Corn... Okay, so in some of my research I did, mm-hmm. Ron Tomatoes gave Children of the Corn a 36% the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, rightfully so. It's kind of horrible. Oh. But it's so funny. Oh. It's, so, it's not supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be scary, but I think it's so funny. Because I was thinking, I think you've told me about that one before, and I thought, I remember you telling me you didn't like it. Like, it wasn't a good, like, horror movie. No, it was so bad, but it was so funny. That makes sense now. Why you, you like it for the funny, not the horror. Right, it's so fun to make fun of. Because it's like, have I told you what it's about? I think so. Um, well, 
I'll give it a little pressure. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in this town, um, this kid declares that he uh, speaks for God. Which, mm-hmm. you know, makes sense. Yeah, obviously. Also, this this kid was super creepy looking. And he looks like Lassie from Psych. Um, and he looks like a 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. So, me and my mom were looking online after we watched the movie last night. And he was 25 playing that part. Oh, my I'll, gosh. I'm not, here, I'll show you a video. I mean, a picture of him. But, anyways, it's about a town. And the kid, you know, declares he speaks for God. And he demands all of the other children in the town to kill the adults. Uh-huh. So they kill all the adults, and they are, like, think they're serving God, right? But really, it's, a, like, the devil or a monster or whatever it is. Dang. Um, and so two, uh, like, adults are, like, driving through Nebraska, which is where this takes place. Mm-hmm. And they, like, ha- they stop in the town, and they soon realize that they should have kept driving. Gosh. So... Um, it's just so funny because the kids, like the way they talk, um, like <clears throat> one of the kids' names is Malachi, mm-hmm. and like the way they talk is like Isaac is the one I'm about to show you a picture of who's super creepy, and he goes, "Question me not, Malachi." It's just it's so funny. See, you think this is hilarious, but I'm sure if I watched this movie, I would be crying afterwards. Like I'd be so scared. See that? Oh, he's yeah, 25. He's no way. I swear. I totally forgot you said that. Looking at his picture. Wait, there's no way. He's 25. Yikes, he missed puberty. <laughs> he has some defect, actually, I think. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he's super short, too. I know, he's so... That's Malachi. That's... Oh, that's Malachi? Yeah. Dang, Malachi looks like he could be 25. <laughs> um, This kid. Yikes, poor guy. Also, so this was based off of a short story, right? So Stephen King's books... This I'm just turning this podcast into my presentation. Um, <laughs> Stephen King's books are typically long. Like, it is 1,500 pages. A couple of the others are over 1,000 pages. This is a short story. Mm-hmm. And then again, if his books are that long, maybe it's a really long short story. Right. But there have been... Like, ten Children of the Corn movies. For real? Yes, they keep making sequels. So, like, here, let me just tell you the the names of them. So, there's Children of the Corn. Children of the Corn 2, The (laughs) Final Sacrifice. Children of the Corn 3, Urban Harvest. Children of the Corn 4, The Gathering. Children of the Corn 5, Field of... Hang on. Fields of Terror... (laughs) Original. Children of the Corn 666, Isaac's Return. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like, that a, like Chucky or something like. Right. He also voiced Chucky in. Oh, Isaac uh, did? Yeah. Oh, makes sense. Um, then there's Children of the Corn Genesis, Children of the Corn Revelation. <laughs> now we're bringing the Bible into it. Right, right. Because it was God, apparently. Right, right. And then Quotation there's marks. a Children of the Corn prequel that um, was released a couple years ago. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Right. It should probably stop. Right. I haven't seen like, them, but yeah. I think they should stop. <laughs> it's like Friday the 13th. They just keep they just keep coming. And yeah, and like so the bad. Halloween movies. I know. They made the new one. Gosh, they just... Can they not kill, like, the bad guy? Like, is it that hard to get rid of the bad guy? Are you judging them? Yeah. Shouldn't be judging them. Speaking of... <laughs> that's actually the topic for our podcast today, of our topics or lies people believe about the Bible. Which is judge not mm-hmm. for this episode. So, a lot of people... Um, went will come for Christians saying 
judge not lest you be judged. Like, that's in the Bible. Do you not believe this part of the Bible? Whatever. Let me, here, I'll read our verses for us since we're referencing it. It's in Matthew 7, 1 through 5. Just read the first verse, though. Okay, I'll start with the first. Matthew 7, 1 through 2. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use it, it will be measured to you. So that's what people use. And they the they say, you're a bad Christian. You're judging when you shouldn't be judging. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say that when Christians are simply standing up for what they believe in. And Christians can be harsh and, like, can be very judgmental. Yes. Um, that's We're not saying they can't be. But, like, if we are to stand up for what we believe in then they could say, who are you to judge? Right. It is, like, it's a fine line between standing up for for what you believe in and judging people, but, like, yeah, people do take it the wrong way when we stand up for what we believe in because, like, I'm just trying to live how God wants me to live and how Mm -hmm. God's told me to live, and if I see you're doing something that doesn't line up with how God, like, intended for us to live and, like, created this world, then, like, it's my, like... It's, like, burdened on me to tell you because I know that God loves you. And so I know that he wants you to live like he lives. So, like, I am, like, God's voice to you saying, like, hey, this is not right. Right. And I've, people take that verse completely out of context. Yeah. And they just say the first part, do not judge lest you be judged. When the rest of the verse goes on to say that, you don't need to judge someone for respect they have in their eye when you have a log in your own eye. Yeah. Like, you, like saying you don't need to be a hypocrite and judge other people for things you're doing or it, judge people for a sin they're doing when you have a huge sin in your own life that's going unaddressed. But, I mean, as Christians, we're called to watch out for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, in Galatians 6, 1, it says, Brother, if anyone is caught in any transgression... You who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. I mean, it's it's our job and our responsibility to look out for those. In gentleness, though. Like, yes, I think that's the key word there. Like, you can't just go up and be like, you're wrong. Like, this isn't right. You're wrong. You have to, like, do it gently. You have to do it from a place of love. Right, and the whole point is to make them come back and re- like to Christ yeah. and it- repent for that sin not for them to be insulted. Right. Like, that's the whole point. And, granted, there are plenty of Christians who could do better in this respect. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, I'm not going to speak for Bailey, but myself included. Um, but, and also, another, I didn't, like, write down what verse it was, so I don't remember, but there's also a verse saying that that should be between you and that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and should not be, like, a public thing. Yeah. And should not be you know, harsh, or, like, you know, you tell other people until it gets back around to that person, like, that should be between you and them. Well, that's where, like, gossip comes in. Right. Like, you see someone doing something, and you're, like, oh, this is good, like, this, this gives me, like, a conversation starter, like, mm-hmm. this gets me an in with these people, but you're doing that at the expense of that person who either confided in you, or, like, didn't really give you permission to go sharing all their stuff. Right. So. And I feel like a big thing with gossip is, Pretty much everyone who does it knows it's wrong. Yeah. But you do it anyway. You do it anyway. And, I mean, there's a verse in James that talks about, like, if you do something you know is a sin, your religion is worthless. And... That goes back, honestly, to our If It Feels Good, Do It podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, saying, like, I know gossip is wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway. 
Um, but that's not how God called us to live. And so you have to fight right. your temptation. Right. I mean, and that makes things easier for everyone if you have it, if you have an issue with someone or you see them doing something they should not be doing mm-hmm. to go directly to them because that could save them a lot of hurt and it yeah. could save your reputation, honest, honestly, because yeah. people could be like, oh, well, they're a gossip. All they do is talk about other people. Yeah. Um, like, I, okay, I was in uh, Old Testament at uh, my college this past semester. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last, like, last fall. Um, and my teacher um, was, like, a big part of what he was doing was did I say Old Testament? Yeah. I meant New Testament. Sorry. Oh. Um, you know, those old New Testaments. Um we were going through like Paul's letters and he was talking about in the book of Corinthians, I believe, um, where Paul um told the church they needed to cast out someone in the church who was blatantly sinning and everyone knew about it but they weren't doing anything that they needed to be casted out. And I remember my teacher asking everyone how their church practices discipline mm-hmm. um, in that respect. And a lot of people answered, and a lot of them answered differently. And it was very interesting. One guy, he literally said that um, this couple was, like, these two people were married, mm-hmm. and they were dating each other. Like, they were married, like, this woman was married to a guy, and this guy was married to another woman, and they were oh. dating, like, two married people. Hmm. Um, and he said that when the church found out, they literally made them go in front of the church and apologize to the church as a whole. Oh, my gosh. I was like, that's, that's, that's crazy. And, like, um, I don't really know what to say about that. But it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, that's one way to do it, that's I guess. But, I mean, I do believe that should have been between, like, I don't know, maybe the pastor and yeah. them. And they're like, like spouses, maybe just, like, but quietly ask someone to leave the church or something. But right. yeah, in front of the whole church, that's a lot. But that is one way to hold them accountable. It is. Like, it is because that is embarrassing. Yeah, like, after that happened, if anyone else was cheating, they were like, okay, yeah, time to quit. Time like, to quit. Yeah, let's repent for this. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Are you gonna move on? Oh, that was it. She just looked at me like, okay, next topic. Right. Um. <laughs> But, yeah, no, that's, like, important to, um, like, you have to hold people accountable, um, but do it in a gentle way, like we said. But saying all of this, like, this still doesn't give you the right to judge everyone you see. Like, we, we don't judge, we just lead others back to God. Like, we really don't have the right to judge others because we are sinful ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, we see others through a skewed sinful, like, eyes anyway, and God is just. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard this, but, like, God is just, and that's why he has to punish sin. Like, God and sin cannot exist together. Like, God will be just. That's just part of his character. So, God has the right to judge others because he is perfect, and he sees them through perfect eyes, and he sees their whole life. You see one part of their life. Mm-hmm. You don't know their past. You don't know where they've come from, who they live with. Like, you don't know anything, but God does. So, he has the ultimate, like, power to judge and we don't, which is why we point them back to God. Right, and I think it's so important to use the Bible as your lens mm-hmm. when you look at people. Because, I mean, like Bailey said, you don't know their story. You don't know everything about them. Yeah. No one does except for God. And so you need to look at them with compassion. Yeah. And 
but you still need to hold your brothers and sisters in Christ accountable. Yes. For their actions. Yeah, just because, like, that's not saying, like, just because they have a hard past, like, they get, they have a hard past, they get a free pass. Right. Like, they are still, like, you can still hold them accountable to the Bible and, like, what God says. And we're also very lucky that, um, the Bible is what we're being held accountable to and God's the one that's judging us because God loves us so much. Like, God literally loves us enough to send his son to die on the cross for, for us, which is what we celebrated um, this past weekend with Easter. Mm-hmm. Like, he sent on Friday, Jesus died on the cross, and, like, died a horrible death. Like, it's, like, sad to think about, like, the death he died. Like, that's, mm-hmm. it's just insane. Um, but he died knowing that he was taking all of our sin and, like, all the things that we can be judged for all the things that God can judge us for were put onto Jesus's shoulders on Good Friday and then on Sunday is um when Jesus rose again on Easter Mm -hmm. and that's like when he defeated death and he defeated all those sins that we had and that we couldn't get rid of because we're human and it's just I just love Easter so much and just all that it means um, you know what my favorite Easter meme is? What's your favorite Easter meme? The one of, like, the guy from The Flash, like, squatting over his grave, you know, with his, like, thumb up. Uh-huh. And it says, like, Jesus over his head, and then it says Jesus on the tombstone. Oh, like, he came, like... Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Not to take away from it, but, <laughs> but I was just thinking of that. Um, yeah, that's good. That was, a, that was a good add-in. Okay, thank you. Oh, <laughs> but, I mean, that, it's a so- super important reminder to know that God's not only just, but he's so merciful. Yes. Um, which is the whole, like, that's the, our whole hope that we get, like, even though we are sinners, we get to spend eternity with him. And mm-hmm. he came to die for us while we were still sinners. I mean, he died for those people who put him on the cross. Like, yeah. that's so crazy. That's crazy. To, like, wrap your mind around. Um, I mean, literally, he said, like, forgive them, Lord, because they don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. Which, again, that's why, like, I'm... Like, I'm glad God is the ultimate judge. Mm-hmm. Like, because you know he's, like, on your side. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, in court, like, sometimes you might get a bad judge. Like, they could just have, like, resentment towards you or just resentment in your heart, in their heart. But you know God doesn't. You know God loves you, like, mm-hmm. more than you can even, even fathom. And you know he has just your best intentions. Um like right. in mind and so like that's who I want judging me right I and mean that's why he has these guidelines for us to follow in the bible yeah is because he wants what's best for us and he wants us to live the best life we can yeah. for him while we're still like the, in the short time we have here um and he's not holding back anything good no. from you and we talked about that in another and I think the same podcast the if it feels good do it mm-hmm. um like if you're struggling with the specific sin like God's guidelines are right there in the Bible, and you should know, like we said, he's not holding anything good back from you, so you mm-hmm. have to know it's not good for you in the long run if he is saying not to do it. And also, the whole, like, the whole thing of, like, instant gratification is so prevalent in our culture, mm-hmm. and it's, like, we all want that eternal gratification we get when we go to heaven, so I don't, like, you don't need to waste your time with the things god says not to do which Mm -hmm. give you instant gratification that fades away like it does not go with you into the afterlife like once you die like all all everything on this earth is gone yeah um i mean you can't take any of that with you so what's really gonna matter 
when you die. Yeah. So. I think that's why God, like, has, like, he knows, obviously we'll never know, um, and, like, essentially what's good, like, you know, for us, but God does because he has that eternal mindset. And, like, I feel like we can say, like, oh, I have an eternal mindset, but you don't always have an eternal mindset. Like, I'm not living every single day with an eternal mindset, you know? Mm -hmm. But God is, and so that's how, like, that's why he knows. Like, he sees everything working together, and he created everything. So why do we think we know what's better than the creator of this universe? Like, why do we think we can make a better life for ourselves than he can, you know? Right. But that was a good point, like, bringing up the instant gratification, tying in the if it feels good, do it podcast. We're just tying things in in this season. Yep. All in a nice big bow. Yeah. But, you know, in the end, all together, as a recap, we don't have the right to judge others because we see, like, we have a sinful view, and God's the only one that has the right to judge others. But that doesn't mean that we can't point them back to Jesus in a loving and gentle way. Right. When you judge people, you need to judge them through the lens of, that the Bible gives you. Yes. Um... And not out of your own, like, selfish, sinful heart. Like, oh, I'm better than her. Like, right. I can judge her. And judging, like, and as in, I mean, judge them. I'm not, like, oh, that looks ugly. Like, yeah. You know, like, oh, my gosh. Look at her <laughs> outfit. Right. Like, that kind of judging is obviously bad. Yeah. I don't and think the Bible doesn't really talk about that. No. I, yeah. I do not remember <laughs> reading that in my Bible in a year plan. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, judge, like, what it talks about when it's, like, the only occasion you should be judging someone is when you judge what they are doing is hurting their salvation and I need to help them. Yeah. And in with like we said in the like and like it says in well Galatians <laughs> <laughs> have that gentleness and compassion yes. um with you cuz it's not I mean if someone's struggling with a sin and whether they've learned to justify it or not in their walk with Christ, it it it's hard to confront someone about that kind of thing, which mm-hmm. is why I think a lot of people just don't. Yeah. Um, like I was talking about earlier, like my teacher was talking about like church discipline and just that kind of stuff. I feel like it's really easy to, it's so much easier to just overlook things. Yeah. Or like to turn a blind eye. Right. Them. Right. And that's not what we're called to do. No. Um, and again, you don't want to just out someone and you don't want to like just kick them to the curb but you want to help them in every way that you can as opposed to just continuing to let them send while you just turn the other way yeah yeah that's a good point Mm -hmm. yeah it's hard but that's why we have the spirit with us that's why um god's given us a spirit not of fear but of power so you know it's a good word, Bailey. It's a good word. I think we had a, we had a quick podcast today. I think last week we went like thirty minutes, and today we're capping in at twenty three. Yeah, I well because we get like ten minutes in, I was like, okay, I've said everything. I've <laughs> um, we were we were just on fire right from the beginning, right. just starting it off. Right, has nothing to do with the fact that we're gonna see a baby after this. <laughs> nothing to do. I actually hear him talking downstairs. <laughs> um, it's fine. It's fine. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> so, Bailey, I have one more day of classes left. I'm so jealous. Before I'm done for the summer. I'm so excited. I'm so jealous. I'm ready to be done with school. I, I Okay, so at my school, we get, like, $250 that we get to spend 
at like our general store. There's like a Papa John's and then at Chick-fil-A. Um, we get 250 for the whole semester. <laughs> I still have 150. Gotta go crazy. I know. I have like a week. You can I was get like, me a present. Bailey, I could get you ramen. Okay. Or um, a mug that says North Greenville. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Oh, like that one? Mm, that's actually a fancy mug. No, it was $30. Dang. Anyways. <laughs> so I can get you that. Um, they have some, like, of those little candles. Mm. Um, I could get you a pizza. Okay. Or some gummies. They're usually quite out of stock. Um, the no, gummies. I always get there and I get a basket and I load it. I'm like, okay, this has to be at least $40. And then it's like 20 Dang. I'm like, Jeez. You're finding the deals. <laughs> I need to just get like 50 of those. Like, they have like the nice like Starbucks drinks. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just get like 50 of those. Yeah. It's a good idea. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Me too. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. In case you were wondering, I really, I, I really, really did. Yeah. Um, this is very important. Um. Oh, I <laughs> thought you were gonna say something. That I was, was about important. to, and you talked over me. Did you not hear that? I just say, go. Goodbye, fellow Jesus followers. Yeehaw.